You're listening to the Performance Group Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and get to know the unseen heroes of our local community. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Kirby, and on the Performance Group Podcast, we make it our mission to learn from those around us and shed light on our local community. If you're new to the show, we have spoken to business leaders, community, organizers, friends, and family. And before we jump in today, I hope to ask you for a favor. If you could please just take one second to hit subscribe and share our posts. It would mean a whole lot to me, our team here at the Performance Group, and our amazing guests on today's show. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Performance Group Podcast. My name is Sean Kirby, and on today's episode, I am welcomed by Nikki Brown, the the executive director of Outfitters, the clothing children. Changing lives. Changing lives. Absolutely. So the Outfitters um, nonprofit has been part of the Pendleton and South Madison County community for what I would say over a decade at this point. Um, it's always been one of those that we have always really taken to heart. It's something we've had in our parking lot for years. And, um, as we kind of move forward, I want to give you guys an opportunity to share your story and kind of shed light on what you're doing today. So Nikki, thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. Let's kind of start with the background of, take me back 10 years ago to why was Outfitter started and then kind of bring us up to where we are today. All right. Well, Outfitters was started by two individuals, two ladies, um, Mary Harvey and Michelle Marks, and they basically just had the heart and the desire to clothe children. And they saw the need in um, the kids that were going to school and in our community. And they started this out very small with the passion of providing clothes. Um, and that starting from the community of them donating the clothes. And so it was started through Pendleton Christian Church under their umbrella of their not-for-profit organization until it was incorporated. And it has just grown and flourished from there. It was right down here on State Street. Mm -hmm. And then we moved um, down to where we're at now, right on Pendleton Avenue. Um, And it has just continued to grow and flourish. Kids come in that are in need of clothes, and they shop for a whole week's worth of clothing. So we shop in the back-to-school season and in the springtime. So kids receive, I mean, a ton of clothes when mm-hmm. they come in. Shoes, socks, underwear, you name it. We've got hats, purses, backpacks. I mean, they walk out of there with a ton of clothes every time they come in and shop. Yeah, and to kind of talk about the experience of their shopping experience. So they get to come in and pick out their clothes. Um, When they come in, they're greeted by volunteers. So we are volunteer-based. And um, they are just kind of pointed around into the area of their clothes. And we give them a shopping list. And they get to go around and pick out what they want. Um, We have dressing rooms for them to try on clothes and um, mirrors and everything. So it's a full-on shopping experience. Um, We have used shoes and... um, I mean, the store is set up like an actual boutique. And if you come in, people are amazed the first time that they step in and see the store. Um, It actually looks like a little boutique designer store. Um, They get to go around and pick everything out themselves and try it on and see firsthand what they want. 
which is really nice. Yes, and you're taking mostly, it's, you know, lightly used clothes mm-hmm. from the local community. I mean, yep. that's who's donating those and then obviously buying socks and underwear and those yep. types of things. Yeah, so we take in all of our donations, we sort them, we wash them, and we also have a partnership with What do you guys the- wash your clothes? Oh. <laughs> Lindy's laundry mat? <laughs> We do. We do. We have a group that comes here and washes our laundry. And then we also have a partnership with the Reformatory. Oh, really? So they wash in large. They'll take about 40 totes at a time about every other week and wash our their, our clothes. And then they bring them back. And then we wash our men's clothes here. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So all of the clothes are clean that get put up. Um, we actually, um, a couple years ago, started tagging all of our clothes. So we've really changed the process of how everything gets done for our inventory. Um, we've made strides in how the store is ran and operated, um, just to make it more efficient and operating. And, um, then, um, well, I forgot what I was going to say, but, um, the volunteers, oh, they sort all of the clothes. So all of our, I mean, our clothes that we have in the store are absolutely amazing. We get a lot of name brand clothes. Um, some of them still have the tags on them. Yeah, almost brand new. Oh, I know yeah. I've done that. Yeah, like we go through some of these clothes and we're like, this is amazing. Like they are so excited whenever they go through the clothes. So they're excited to see that the, when the kids come in that they're going to get amazing clothes whenever they come in and shop. And it's exciting. Like, you know, we've had kids coming back in for the spring-summer shopping um, opportunity right now. And I was checking one of the kids out. And I was looking at her clothes. And I was like, this is so cute. You're going to be so adorable in this. So, I mean, we get excited when we're checking out the kids, you know, and, and just getting to share the clothes that they've picked out and selected. So yeah, it's absolutely. really fun. And they get two shopping experiences, one in the spring, mm-hmm. one in the fall. Yep. And then what are the qualifications for something like that? Um, I know that the kids, they receive coupons, right? Yep. So just this past um, spring, the school um, agreed to send out little um, cards or like a coupon um, to the families that are in need. And so that kind of is a reminder of, hey, you know, you're eligible to come in and shop. So right now it's any family that's in need. Um, free or reduced lunch still? Free and reduced lunch, low-income families. Um, we um, cater to families that they've had a family tragedy, fire. Um, when we had the tornado, mm-hmm. families came in and shopped. Um, if we have grandparents that, you know, start taking care of their kids, we let them come in and shop. It's just basically anybody that's in financial need. And then there's a place on the website to actually apply Mm -hmm. to come in and receive that. Yes. Yep. School counselors, um, can, and school nurses can refer families. The churches, um, can refer a family. Town trustees can refer a family. Um, so there truly is no limitation. It's, right. you know, if you're in need, you know, we're a resource. Right, yes. And I think that's something that a lot of people need to understand is yes. they get so limited to, you know, the coupon or somebody reaching out to them that right. if you know anybody that's in need, if you know people mm-hmm. that could benefit from a resource like Outfitters, right. you know, go online, call the phone number and say, hey, right. we're, how do we, you know, sign up to get, get part of this, especially right. during the spring, getting into the, the summer. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want any kid to go without clothes. Um, you know, there are times where, you know, parents are going through a separation, um, they go through a divorce, you know, anything like that that's happened. And we want kids to not suffer. And we want to partner with parents and take that financial burden off of them. And so we're always welcomed um, to come alongside them and help with that. The other thing I want to note, too, um, because prom season is upon us, is we have over 200 prom dresses. Oh, really? That have been donated. 
and they are good quality. They are in style prom dresses, and not only just prom dresses, but um, you know holiday dresses, um, you know like your um, Christmas dresses and things like that. So if you know if there's a need. Mm -hmm. um, Kids are welcome to, you know, parents are welcome to schedule an appointment, call, and come up and take a look. And, again, they can try the dresses on, and, you know, they can, you know, take those, and they are free. Yeah. That is a huge savings. And we even have, like, dress shoes and some accessories to go along with that. So, um, you know, I want to mention that we did two coat drives this past year, mm -hmm. which turned out to be a huge success. Um, sometimes we have winter coats, you know, whenever the kids do the back to school shopping experience, but this year our coat selection just wasn't as big. And so we did some huge um, coat drives initiatives and we got donations and people were so generous with that. And so parents signed up online, they put their orders in, we were able to get the coats and, and have those passed out. And then we always usually always do well with hats and gloves and stuff like that, and it worked out so well. Um, you know, we changed our processes and our systems this year with COVID mm -hmm. and did some curbside, you know, drop-offs and pickups. Absolutely. And it worked out really well, but um, we were able to provide well over 200 coats to kids this past year, and it was really nice to be able to see that kids were provided for um, over the winter time. So Absolutely. We're happy to to see those things. Yeah, that's great. Done. Especially, you know, you talk about kind of the, the challenges faced during COVID and kind of working around those. What are some of the biggest challenges as a nonprofit? You know, I've talked to multiple business owners on this podcast about, you know, their struggles and pitfalls and the things that are going well during COVID. How does that affect somebody who's in the nonprofit sector, especially asking for donations from the same businesses that I just talked about having pitfalls? Yeah. So one of our, our biggest struggles was our um, individual donations you know, went down and um, maybe some of our um, business, you know, contributions went down with that. And, but at the same time, you know, it, others stepped in and filled the gap. So it kind of balances out in a way it, we had like a law where we just weren't having any contributions coming in. But with that, grants started coming available. I started writing grants and receiving those, and then that started making up the gap. And awareness of the organization and the needs started coming in. So we had a large gap where we didn't have funds coming in. And then... I imagine rest. need went up a lot during that time just from family struggles. Yeah, need went up. And so um, awareness started you know, coming out. And so finally, people started making contributions with that. So it finally started increasing with the contributions it just took a while yeah. <laughs> so um i think that was one of the things with covid i think that people started realizing the need that not-for-profit organizations have on a community mm -hmm. um when things are going really well you don't realize the need mm -hmm. and um the outreach that not-for-profit organizations do and the gap that they fill on the community um but when there is a a pandemic like that where everyone is affected then you see what the impact an organization does yeah you know for especially everyone. in your community yeah because it's a it's a tight-knit community south mm -hmm. madison yeah. Jeez louise yeah and people were doing an amazing job by going through their closets and you know cleaning out things and yeah you're stuck at home it. for nine months all you have to do is clean out <laughs> your know. closet throw yourself your kids stuff in yeah. a bag and bring it down to outfitters i know i will tell you i still have not had the opportunity to do that <laughs> 
Well, you've been busy. <laughs> yeah. While everyone was off and cleaning their closets and organizing, yeah. there were several of us that were not doing that. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. I don't know if I did it. So, so yeah. So you made it through. Um, need goes up. Getting more and more kids in in the spring. So let's kind of talk about your events so events obviously dropped off due to well the last event we had was the gala or gala depends on how you want to pronounce it we had the drive-in movie too and that's what i was going to bring up is the ingenuity to kind of pivot because obviously Mm -hmm. we didn't have the block party last year yeah so we had to find something and that was right around halloween wasn't it yeah we did it at the beginning um at the end of september I think it was September 28th was our It date. was. So um, for those of you who don't know, um, Nikki and Outfitters, they organized a drive-in movie theater at the high school, Pendleton Heights High School. And it, I was out of town that weekend. However, from what I understand, it was a roaring success. Yes. Um, and kind of something tossed together and trying to figure out how do we make this work for not only our community, but provide a mm-hmm. way for our community to get together again, like yeah. the block party used to yeah. or the gala did. Yep. So, and that was something, um, the original thought came in April of doing a drive-in movie mm-hmm. um, because I just knew that we needed to have something as a replacement for the block party. Yes. And I kind of knew that we were still going to probably be in some kind of lockdown and limited numbers of, of gatherings. And so this concept of a drive-in movie had come to my mind. And so I started researching it and knew that that would probably be good but it would just be a different drive-in movie from what you know everyone's used to doing and so it all fell into place and i was so excited at how well it came together and our the whole concept of the the block party is a family event so our gala is for the you know the black tie you know formal event and then we want something that's family friendly for the kids to be able to come out and do something fun yeah since outfitters is so you know kid focused and so the drive-in movie you know gosh we just had so much fun with that and regardless if we're in COVID or not i love that drive-in movie because i think everyone should have the experience of doing you know coming out and having a movie and we did you know the dress up that I loved. <laughs> yeah. You're dressed like one so, of the three witches from yeah. Hocus Pocus. Yeah, that was so fun. Um, so I think we'll continue doing that. It's such an easy event, you know, to yeah. put together. People love it. People yeah. don't, I mean, who, I've never been to a drive-in movie. And if I, I have, I don't remember it. So. I never had either. So, you know, it, it was one of those things. And we learned some things from it too, you know, like, You'd never put one together before, and your first event, you learn some things. Figure that out the hard way or the easy way, yeah. That's right. We'll do some things differently next time. But the food trucks and, you know, everyone had fun. It was a great night, and the weather was perfect. And so, um, you know, who knows? Maybe in the future we'll have a block party, a drive-in movie, and the gala, you know, moving forward. Heck yeah, or something every weekend. Yeah. (laughs) 50-50 raffle. I know. Why not? So then let's talk about the next thing on the list. So that was last September. We're past gala season, which is usually in February, obviously mm-hmm. due to lockdowns that, that yeah. kind of you know passed us. Um, we are, and I know you've already announced it, but I'll announce it again. We are announcing Saturday, May 22nd, a night with the stars, a virtual benefit gala. Ooh. So let's kind of talk about the decision to go virtual, um, how it works, how people can interact and be part of it. Um, how they can help spread the word. What the heck are we doing? 
<laughs> I know. That was a lot of questions. I know. So let's start with um, <laughs> what is it? All right. <laughs> what is it and what is it replacing, actually, for right. those who haven't been to the original? All right. So one thing that's exciting about the gala being virtual is sometimes people don't want to come to the gala because you have to dress up. So, hey, guess what? You can come to the gala and wear whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. But this this theme is A Night with the Stars. So um, that's our theme this year. So you can dress up like a celebrity mm -hmm. or you can dress up whatever you want to. But you can do it from the comfort of your home. So it's going to be um, a Zoom virtual link. Um, so guests can register through our website. Um, it should be live here within by the end of the week on our website. What's your um, website address? Outfittersclothes.org. Um, Perfect. So everyone will go there and um, sign up. Um, the links will be sent out though the day of the event. So right now we'll just be gathering ticket information. Individual tickets are forty-five. You can host a watch party. Yes. So that'll be really exciting. And the concept of the watch party is. You know, just like at the gala, you have a table of eight or ten. So that's like a watch party. So we're doing a watch party of ten for $400. So everyone... Provide you know, your own food. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you would do... Um, the people that you are around all the time, um, family and friends, they all come together. You can do a pitch-in. You can cater, whatever you want to do. Um, and you just all come together at somebody's house and you watch stream you know, from a TV mm -hmm. um, right there in the comfort of your home or your back party, whatever you guys want to do. The lake. Yeah. Whatever. Wherever we are Literally. on May 22nd, Florida. Wherever you are, you can do this. And that's the nice thing about this. So, like, if you have family um, or friends that are out of state, yeah. you can invite them. So, the reach of this event is endless. So, that's Truly. kind of the nice thing about this. Um, but you've got to think about what star you want to be. I already know who I'm going to be. So, you got to think about what star you're Couldn't think of one. Couldn't <laughs> think got, of one if I wanted to be one. You've got to start thinking. I'm my own star. How about you might that? be Jimmy Kimmel. I could be um, Sean Kirby, the host of the Performance Group Podcast. No, you got to be Jimmy Kimmel now. I guess i got to be Jimmy Kimmel now. <laughs> I don't have dark enough hair for that. And I'm so. not funny, and I don't laugh hard enough. There's a lot of reasons I don't fit into that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, so a night with star, everybody dresses up, they jump on the virtual link, they yep. get to, so they need a webcam or they don't have to have a webcam, they need a microphone, they don't have to have a microphone. So you can do this through your computer. Okay. Or I do see that on this list of things, you should have more than one device. That way yes. you can still join the, the auction and all the other things. Yeah. So whenever you receive your invitations, you're receiving, um, information that goes along with it. So we are trying to be very proactive and make sure that everyone is comfortable because some people are comfortable with Zoom. They've been doing it with their work, you know, through the past year mm -hmm. with all of the changes and some people are not. So we want to make sure that everyone is informed. Um, the other thing that we're doing is providing a gift box. So with your registration, um, that is going to give you a little gift box. So um, you will pick that up the day of the event and that information will all be provided. But with that is going to be an information sheet that gives you instructions of how to successfully set up, you know, the Zoom link. And so um, you can set up your computer to your TV so it can be on a big screen or you can use your phone and connect it. It's going to have a lot of information. But you will want to have the capability of having, you know, you know, the um, 
use your phone to bid or just connect it to your computer. However, there's going to be a lot of options to help people to be able to do the connections. Well, that's so. good because I think that's going to be something that a lot of people are going to be worried about. So it's a good thing that yeah. they have resources. You've got 30 days, if we're going off today's the 22nd, to um, ask questions, get everything right. kind of figured out, ask you know, your younger family to yeah, be there with teenager. you. <laughs> yeah, so that they can kind of, you know, work through the issues and right. stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. So, but we will be doing the silent auction. We are hoping to have a live auction um, for some really cool um, items that we have that are coming in. Um, there's going to be something new this year called a Dare Dash. This yeah. will be very interactive with the guest. Um you want me to explain that? I do want you to explain because it, I don't know what a dare dash is, and I, I can only assume most people wouldn't know what it is. What's a dare dash? <laughs> All right. So the dare dash is something new. Um, basically what it is is it gives the guests an opportunity to interact with one another. So there's going to be a mayor, and there's going to be a voting process um, at the beginning of the event um, to be voted who the mayor is. So how do you win the mayor of the dare dash? Okay, it's a voting system. So who gets to vote? So all of the guests get to vote. How do you vote? There's going to be a voting app on Qtago. So the whole thing's ran off Qtago, correct? Yep. So Qtago is like, I remember the texting part. Is that the how the platform works or is it a app? It's... Um, it's a texting thing. It's I been think a it's year. a texting thing. Yeah. yeah, I've accidentally spent too much money on yeah. the texting yeah. thing before. <laughs> I remember that. But they have made some For really good, good changes. Yeah. <laughs> They've really made some nice changes. So instead, like last year it was like you had to go from one screen to the next if you wanted to do your silent auction and um, or the um, vote for your dessert auction and stuff. You had to s flip back and forth. And um, now it's going to be just one line um, multiple lines on one screen okay. so you can keep track of everything. So they've made some really nice improvements to their the, to more user-friendly. So you guys are still doing the cake thing, right? We are. So talk to people who have never been about how the cake bake works, or the cake auction. All right. So um, typically when you come in person, um, dessert is not served. It's not a part of the meal. Um, it is the fundraiser portion, and it's one of the largest um, portions of the fundraiser. So once... Um, dessert or dinner is finished we do the dessert auction and so that is like a bidding portion of it and um, it's done based on tables this year we are having that and it's going to be at the top of the um, evening <clears throat> we have are going to have 10 desserts and you will see them on Qtago under the vote option still but you'll get to see a picture of them we'll have them there where we're hosting the live event um, and you'll get to vote on them so it's still going to be the bidding. Um, you can have the bidding war from one host party to the other Is there the an Uber one. Eats where they actually bring the food to you that same night? And we are. Really? So, yes, we have um, Bill Hutton is going to be delivering the cakes um, within reason. We can't get it delivered to Florida. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> if you're still within South Madison Community School District, yeah. he'll bring it to you in a school bus. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, we're going to have them. So you want to be ready. Um, you want to be one of the top ten bidders mm -hmm. um, to be able to get your dessert that night. And then the others will be receiving a gift card. So then you guys can go back and get your um, cake at, the, at a later time. 
That's cool. Yeah. That's so we, nice. We really want my favorite to, part of the whole shindig. Yeah, so. I know that is. It's it's one of the best um, highlights of the event, and people have fun with it. And so we really wanted to still have that component. That's kind of still like the heart of you know the the gala. So yeah. we wanted to have that um, piece there, and it gives people another opportunity to come back together, um, go get their dessert. You know wherever Taylor's Bakery or wherever we have amazing you know, contribu contributions from places. And still, we wanted to have that um, still incorporated in. Just have to think outside the box. Yeah, absolutely. Outside the cake <laughs> That's box. That's right. The box of the cake. <laughs> so right. then, um, as for the other parts within the event, how, do, how will those all work? So there's the silent auction still. Mm -hmm. Silent auction, that'll still go. We're hoping to do the live auction. Um, that will be still interactive. You know, you'll be receiving, if we do the live auction, that there'll be pieces inside your um, gift box that you'll be able to do. Same with the Dare Dash. There'll be something that says you want to play or you want to pull, which would mean that you would want to pay to buy out. And you said then, gift bags? Yep. What's a gift bag? So I didn't get to read that far into the sheet. <laughs> Oh, it's the second thing. Never yeah. mind. So um, just a thank you, um, you know, for, you know, participating in the event. Um, there's going to be um, just special items. I don't want to give it all away, but you'll have, you know, cake pops in there. Everyone will have a special treat. Um, we're hoping to have um, some specialty drinks. We're going to have a mixologist that's going to help start the night off. Um, we'll, he'll, he'll, like, show you, like, how to make the drinks some people are really good at making drinks. Yeah, it's Some like the movie Cocktail. Don't. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he'll be there showing you the celebrity's signature drink, um, maybe a couple others, um, so that people aren't intimidated by how to make a cosmopolitan or an old fashioned or, you know, whatever it is. So that'll be something fun. Bush lights are fine too, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Those are easy to make. So you know, you might want to start stocking your bar if you have, you know, a big party group coming over or, you know, BYOB, you know, whatever you want to do. Well, fine. Well, good. Well, then, so that is Saturday, May 22nd. Yes. Um, at 7 p.m. Yep. And people can register at the website, correct? Yep. It's not live yet, but it will be up and running hopefully this weekend where you can get on online and purchase your tickets. Um, the big thing is is to be able to share this with people. Um, you know, talk to about talk about it to your friends. Um, we're not so hip on you know it being a formal event. You don't have to wear your formal attire if you want to. You can make it a night. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. If you want to have a backyard barbecue, um, if you want to cater in and you know from one of the local businesses so that they benefit from this. Um, just share the story. We're going to be sharing um, what Outfitters has done this past year um, and how we reached out to all of our families in need through the COVID pandemic. Like we really had to change how we reached our families and how we served and provided to them. You're going to be hearing about that um, and how we continue to move forward and serving our families. Um, Outfitters is continually growing. Um, our community is growing and the need is growing. And so as um, you know, we feel a, a service to our donors to share the message. It's not just about fundraising. It's about hearing a story and telling a story. And so, you know, that's about bringing everyone together and sharing our mission and our vision with everyone. Absolutely. So call people, invite them, share this on Facebook. Um, it's on our Facebook page. And um, so just share it so that people know about it. It's a fun night. It's, yeah. Whether we're virtual or whether we're in person, we can have fun. Yeah. We make it the 
a, a night of the stars with That's the right. stars. That's right. I'm super excited. So um, if people wanted to donate time or donate energy or volunteer, how's the best way for them to do that? Um, whether that's leading up to this event or future events or just, you know, coming and helping kids. Yes. We love volunteers. We absolutely love having um, people in the store and helping, and we desperately need it. That's what we um, live on. So volunteers can go to our website, which is outfittersclothes.org. Um, we have a volunteer link, and so the, all of the opportun opportunities there to serve are on our link and different times. So whether it is if you are wanting to pick up laundry and do that, or if you're wanting to sort clothes, if you want to be a shopping assistant, you can do that. Um, we have people that just come in and help with administrative work. There is, we never say no. Yeah, there's always help <laughs> needed, yeah. So, you know, we find something for somebody to do in their skill set. Um, there is so much to do. We have um, a lot of clothes that need to be gone through. We got um, six pallets of, they were quote-unquote damaged clothes, but clothes that couldn't be go on, go on to the rack um, at Bloomingdale's. Oh, wow. So we still have, I think, four pallets that need to be sorted. And so, I mean, we just have tons of work that has to be done at the store. Yeah. And, you know, always clothes that need to go out um, onto the store that need to be tagged. We are never in, we are never sitting down yeah. doing nothing. Always. Always something to yes. be done. yes. Well, fun. Well, that's good. Well, then that makes me excited for this next event so we can get the word out. Um, we can tell people about A Night with the Stars, the virtual gala or gala, however you choose yes. to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, and we hope to see everybody um, Saturday, May 22nd at 7 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Any closing thoughts? Well, I'll tell you, if somebody wants to help with the gala or even with um, a block party or um, the drive-in movie, mm -hmm. they're more than welcome, you know, to step on the committee and uh, help with planning. And for businesses, if businesses want to sponsor this event, they can reach out to me. Um, I'm looking for sponsors right now. And there's a lot of perks with being a sponsor. Um, you get your name on our website. Um, the top sponsors get a 30-second commercial promo now that's going to be on the website and that's going to be playing during the the event and um they get to partner you know with making a big difference in the community so um we love our our community partners absolutely and the, the impact that they make on the community happy to help help happy to be part of the the community together that's so right. with that being said everybody we'll see you saturday may 22nd at 7 p.m i'm gonna say it a million times <laughs> beat it into your heads we will see you there Thank you. Peace. Hey, guys. Thank you again so much for your love and support of the Performance Group podcast. For more information on the podcast, the Performance Group, or even our guests, feel free to reach out directly via our website, performancegroupindiana.com, or feel free to email me directly, which is sean at performancegroupindiana.com. We'll see you guys next week.